Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and children over the age of 21, welcome to the Hop Nation USA podcast. I am Sam, once again, back on the program, going with my, uh, I guess, every other week episode here. Yeah. At least that's the that's the pattern I'm falling into, it seems. <laughs> and it's becoming quite the pattern. <laughs> quite the pattern. I mean, it's been going on for like two months now, but, well... The audience can hear my voice. They know I'm back. They know it's going to be a good show. Not that it's not a great show when you guys are doing it or, without me. I was going to hey. say, or they can just realize that next week is going to be even better because, because I won't be here again. Perfect. They're probably tuning out already. They hear Sam coming in and radio off. <laughs> radio off. <laughs> podcast off. Turn We're not even on the radio. <laughs> All right. So. iPhone out the window. <laughs> <laughs> I'm done with it. All electronical devices have been disposed of, so now I'll introduce my two co-hosts, as I always tend to do here. 29 episodes in, I still got to introduce you guys. So, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. To my right is Steve. Hello. Hello. What's up? Oh, not too much. I'm just here chilling, ready for episode 29. That's good. The Mark Andre Fleury episode. It's better than not being here R.I.P. for episode 29. R.I.P. Always in our hearts. Yes. And to my left is Adam. Adam, what is new with you? Not too much. I'm, I'm just happy to have you back on the show. I I'm guess. happy to be back. All right. Great. I, th- I, think, I think we're all happy to have you back, and I think this week's episode is good for you as well. I believe so. It is, because this week's episode is... We are going to be trying some of my favorite styles of beer. Now, let, let me set this up a little bit, because this episode is going to be dedicated to everyone's favorite 90s girl group from Britain, the Spice Girls, because today's theme is all about spicing up your life, it's right? Now, do you guys remember that hit song from uh, the Spice Girls from the 90s, Spice Up Your Life? No, but I can tell you what I want, what I really, really want. So tell me what you want, what you really, really want. Some of these beers? <laughs> Some of the beers. Because no British girl group is complete without spicy pepper beers, right? Because that's that's how they were able to really hit those high notes, to have that energy on, on stage when they performed live, right? Somebody was just whipping peppers at them? No, no. no, no. no. They need peppers before the show. Yeah, they were on the cusp uh, of the spicy pepper beers, right? Mm-hmm. So before the show, they'd drink a lot of these beers, they'd get really drunk, they'd go out and put on a great show. And, you know, they were screaming in the microphone, but the nice thing about the Spice Girls is they had so many hits that everybody knew the songs anyhow. So it didn't matter if they were sober or drunk for the concerts. Everybody could sing along and they knew knew the words. And if the Spice Girls forgot them, hell, the audience knew them. So they could just, you know, hold the microphones up to the crowd and the, and the crowd sang. And it was just, you know, a great time had by all. An interesting fact to go along with this is that even though they were all drinking pepper beers before the show to kind of loosen up their uh, vocal cords. As one tends to do. uh, It was actually Ginger Spice who didn't like the hot pepper beers, but she liked the hot ginger beers. Ah. So she was a bit of an outlier. Uh, We're not doing those beers on this show. So is it also safe to assume that Scary Spice also enjoyed the IPAs? (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. That's the best I can get out of this. Nice stretch. It was a a hell of a... This entire premise is a stretch, let's be honest. No, we're we're relaying unknown facts about the Spice Girls. (laughs) Oh, no, and I did not know that. Yeah. And look, a lot of people didn't know this, but we're teaching them. <laughs> right, exactly. Well, you're teaching me then. And for those that did know, we're just giving them a nice reminder because, you know, nostalgia is back. I mean, we just had a new Power 
Rangers movie, for God's sake. So, you know, we can talk about the Spice Girls, you know, getting drunk before their concerts on spicy pepper beers. And hell, maybe on the show today, we'll actually try some of those same beers that they used to drink before the show. Well, let's let's start with one. Let's start with one. So let's, let's, introduce us to our first yeah, then, Adam. Our, yeah, what's our what's our first spice up your life beer? Oh God! <laughs> and and which Spice Girl would you say this beer is most associated? Well, I have no you idea. You know what? Maybe let's save that for the end of the show. Okay, we can save that for yeah. the end. Let's let's actually try the beers first, and then try to guess which one it's associated sure. with. So our first beer is coming from the beautiful state of Colorado, from the Tommy Knocker Brewery. They are bringing out the Green Chili beer. Uh, it is a lager. Comes in at 5.3% ABV. Okay. IBUs, uh, nice and low, 27. Uh, Sam, for your information, the hops utilized for this beer were the Chinook, the Summit, the Sterling, and the Tetnang. Which I have never seen before. Hmm. Now that's that's interesting because the Chinook hop mm-hmm. is is used generally in a more prominent IPA, and you get you know a more piney taste when that hop is used. So that's interesting that that's in that beer. I'm gonna have to see if I can pick out that flavor because, as I've mentioned on the show previously, it's one of my favorite hops. Mm-hmm. Right. So uh, the other aspect that we obviously it's the reason why it's on the show is the chilies in it. What kind of well, pepper? What kind of pepper do you guys think is on this? Is in this beer? I'm thinking Serrano. Okay, Sam. I'm just gonna say a green chili. Well, technically, kind of. <laughs> <laughs> At one point or another. Uh, uh, no, let me go with. Um, I'm gonna go out on a limb. I don't. I don't know for sure, but let's say a, a poblano pepper. No. <laughs> no. Uh, it's actually a uh, an Anaheim pepper. Okay. So, oh, an Anaheim. Yeah, so nothing nothing too outrageous on this one. I think they're looking more for the flavor rather than just straight up heat on this one. Yeah. But let's crack this open and let's find out. Perfect. I would have expected an Anaheim out of a California beer, not Ooh, a Colorado beer. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh, there you go. I get it. <laughs> because of the ducks. Now, I tell you what, one of my uh, absolute favorite styles of beer is, is the one we're drinking on the show today, pepper beer. And I will say, normally I'm about the hops, normally I'm about the spice. But I love pepper flavor in a beer, and if even if it's not knock your socks off hot, I think the pepper really can add a, a great new element uh, to the taste. Yeah, I'd agree with that. I, I, anything that gets you just like a little more of a pop of a flavor, mm-hmm. you know, it, this one's not necessarily going to rely on the hops to give you that flavor, but it's going to give you that little bit of spice through the peppers. It comes at you with a, with a new angle, right. a new story. Right. Absolutely. And I like that. And what I also like is, I think with this beer, it's not going to be the story. It's just going to be part of the story. Okay. Well, well let's see. So well, that's, a, that's okay. The Spice Girls are nothing with just one member. So <laughs> that is we'll, true. We'll start with one and go from there. Taking a look at it, uh, it's definitely um, a very light copper or a dark straw. Yeah, it's a light copper. It has that orangish tinge to it. But I mean, it's a lager, so that's kind of expected. Right. Yeah, it's it's lighter than most lagers though, mm-hmm. but yeah. It is. Head is minimal at best. Yeah. Nothing uh, on mine. It's uh I would consider it sort of a VFW head. Right. Where it just doesn't it's there exist. and then it goes away. <laughs> yep. Yep. It's incredibly clear. Yeah, it is. I will say for a for a pepper beer and with the number of hops that they've uh, they brewed with, I mean, I'm not getting a bit of sediment in here, and Absolutely I can almost not. see right through the beer. So on the nose, you can definitely tell that there are peppers involved in the recipe. 
Yeah, just uh, just a tiny hint, though. It's Well, it's there, but it's not overpowering. No. If you know that it's there, which if you're looking at the bottle, duh, it, the label would be pretty, <laughs> pretty apparent what kind of beer you're drinking here. Right. For me, I'm getting a lot of pepper flavor on this nose. And, and what's nice about that smell is that I, I feel that I, I, at least for one, would be able to pick this out without knowing that it was a pepper beer because y you're getting some of that spiciness in the nostrils, which is nice. Not overpowering, but you're but it's there in every uh, in every sniff. Well, let's see what yeah. it, what it tastes like. Let's let's just drink the damn. Go for thing. that. That's really good. It is. Yeah. It's peppery without being obnoxious. Right, like you said, you didn't you predicted that this would not be relying on the pepper to be a hot beer, mm -hmm. but it would just be relying on it to be part of the flavor. I think what happened with this beer is Tommy Knocker made a good lager. Mm -hmm. And then they added on top of that with yeah. the chilies. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it definitely has like a multi back end to it. It does. Mm -hmm. It does. It's a little bit dry, a mm -hmm. little bit more dry than I was anticipating. But it, the chilies in it are a compliment yeah. rather than the headline. Yeah, it definitely has a, like I would say classic, like kind of green chili flavor. Mm -hmm. Like anytime you're thinking of, uh, I don't want to say cheap Mexican food, but <laughs> not, you know. Like real Mexican food? No. No, real Mexican food's a little hotter, and you usually get that green habanero. Yeah. Yucateca. I guess I don't know what you're going for then. No, I'm thinking just like the, the that classic queso green chili flavor. I'm not following you. I'm not either. Okay. <laughs> but, you know, maybe after a couple more sips, I will. I don't know. When you say queso, I immediately think of all that cheesy goodness that uh, is immediately in my mouth. When I know, I but, there's, but there's... Green chilies usually in queso. Or you, oh yeah, I agree. Or are you talking like the just spicy nacho cheese? Yeah, it just has that. That's a green chili spice you, as well. Why don't you just say spicy nacho cheese? Oh my god, <laughs> knuckleheads. <laughs> yeah, well that's what got us there. So I'm just saying that it, it's just that classic flavor of pepper that you mm -hmm. think. It's mm -hmm. not a spicy jalapeno. It's not a habanero. Right. It's just that the average store bought. Right. So. I don't know if you guys are noticing this, but I'm getting a little bit of smokiness on the on on the pepper side of things. It's almost a little bit like a bit of a smoked pepper in there. It could just be me. Uh, it, it's not me. I, I'm not tasting any smokiness. I, I can taste the pepper for sure on right. the background. I'm getting a little heat right. uh, in the back of my throat on every every finish, but I, I haven't tasted any smokiness. How about you, Steve? No, I'm not really getting that either. Oh, all right. You know, that's interesting, though, because you're comparing this beer to nacho cheese. You're saying it's, you know, pretty much like eating a piece of firewood, and I'm just <laughs> wait a minute, over wait here minute, drinking this minute, beer, <laughs> you know. That's a, that's a couple of steps enjoy, too far. Enjoying yeah. the, the heat that it does bring in the back end, but it's subtle heat. Yeah, see, that's the thing. I'm not getting much heat either. I'm just, no, it's just much more of a, you know, like I said, an average kind of store-bought pepper flavor. I said, well, the, heat, I, I I said think, the heat was subtle. It's, well, it's, a, it's a subtle heat yeah, for me. I, yeah, but, I, I don't think that's... I, I think that's selling the flavor a little bit short. Mm -hmm. They're saying it's just a basic store-bought flavor. Okay, you can say that. I, yeah, I, don't going think, to. I, th I don't think it is selling it short. For me, that's the perfect description for what it okay. is. Okay, <laughs> all right, fair enough. Yeah, I actually that's really like that we all have a different, yeah. we're all get, kind of getting a different flavor profile yeah. from this beer, which makes that uh, really unique. Yeah, I think, I think what's good in general, though, is it still tastes like beer. It does, yes. Yeah. It is a beer first. Right. And then pepper flavoring second. Yeah. Which is the way it should be, in my personal opinion. You're All drinking right. a beer, you're not eating a pepper. Right. True. Well, I guess we'll just continue sipping on this one and, uh, you know, see how we feel about it at the end of the segment here. Right. Yeah. But while we do that, 
We should welcome Sam back. <laughs> again. again. Thank you guys for having me back on the show once again. I keep bailing on you. Well, you it's nice to have a guest continue. once in a while. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> At this point, I'm like a glorified guest who just happened <laughs> to start up this podcast with you guys. One of the nice things about you being gone, though, is that you will go on some little beer adventures. Right. That is yourself. true. And you have stories to bring back, and now you have content to share with the show. <laughs> that is true. So it is your time to shine. Yeah, your time to shine. Pull your weight. <laughs> Adam and I went over last week our experiences at the Big Poor and Br Brutal Beer Fest. Which, so, so was now, awesome, by the way. So yeah. now I get to tell you guys all about my experience at the Luke Bryan concert. No, 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 no. no. You've bush. done a lot better things than yeah. that. Was it a choice between bush and bush light? <laughs> um, let's see. What did we have there? And I'm, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna drag this out. I think we just went with uh, we went with Miller Light. I had a couple brew for your dyes that I found in my fridge that I threw in the cooler before we get before we went. But I, I do want to share a beer adventure with you guys that I had recently. Now, when I'm traveling for work, right, I I like to, to dabble in the craft beer community a little bit. And, and, you know, see some sites, visit some breweries, and do a little research for this show while I'm out and about. Because if I'm not on the show, I feel like, to Steve's point earlier, I do have to bring something back to pull my weight. So, recently, I was actually in Boston uh, for a work trip. And one of the things that I got to do on the side was take a tour of the Harpoon Brewery. Nice. Which... You know, we've had Harpoon on this show. We have. Yep. Uh, we like Harpoon. It's a good brewery, mm -hmm. good mm -hmm. people, uh, nice nice craft beer, and have a have a nice distribution here in the Northeast. And I have to tell you guys, I, t I took the tour, I drank some beer, and if you ever get up to Harpoon in Boston, and for any of the listeners that might be uh, in the New England area or in particular near Boston, I would highly, highly recommend this tour. Now, I've been on a tour of a lot of breweries in my, in my day, and, you know, at some point they tend to get a little repetitive, especially when you know all about the beer brewing process, you understand how the equipment works. You know, they... they it's hard to find it's, something it's new. It's a little tedious. Right. It's a little bit... Yeah, it's, it's hard to find something new, so... What I liked about Harpoon is they have a great, massive facility. It's in this giant warehouse. But we'll, we'll skip all the part about, you know, where we learn about how beer is fermented and what mm -hmm. the main ingredients right, in right. beer. Let's get to the point that I really liked, and that's drinking the beer. So let me preface this by saying that the tour was only $5. Oh. So normally when you take a tour of a brewery, they let you sample some of the beer, right? You, mm -hmm. guys, have, you guys have done that. It makes sense. Yep, They're yep, promoting yep. their product. Well, Harpoon did something that I have never seen Ever on any brewery tour and it was the coolest thing that I have ever been a part of so you, you go on the tour you see the facility you learn about the beer making process and then they take you into a private tap room and they have about 20 different uh, beverages on tap and I say beverages because they probably have about 15 beers and then about five of their ciders because they right. also uh, brew some cider right right and they give everyone a taster class and then they say all right here's what we're gonna do you have 20 minutes <laughs> to try as much beer as you want okay all and right then it is a legitimate free-for-all for the next 20 minutes and in your sample glass they will they will pour you whatever beer you have on tap yeah. and you get to drink as much of it as you possibly can in the next 20 minutes that's awesome i can dig that it yeah. was awesome i was there uh with one of my co-workers and 
I was like, what the hell is happening? <laughs> and then immediately I ran up to the bar and was like, I'll have this. <laughs> and so I tried to drink through a lot of the beer. And it, you know, at the end of the day, it was still work trips. I wasn't looking to get smashed. I had to drive home at the end of this. Well, it was 20 right. minutes. How much damage can you do in 20 minutes? Well, yeah. I mean, you can you can put down yeah, a lot. Because yeah. let me tell you, when they say that, they aren't kidding. There is a bartender staffed at those taps <laughs> the whole time. And they're like, what can I get you? What can I get you? What can I get you? And they're pouring beers constantly for the next 20 minutes. Yeah, you got to remember, you're not even in a full bar you're in a private that chat room true. with a tour group that is right true. and there's they limit their tours to i believe it was 20 people so it's yeah. a very small group right. and you know they let you just go at it in a private room and try all of their beer which is a great idea because you know at the end of the day we didn't see any people you know they're drinking these samples like shots uh, right. but at the same time i mean you're you're drinking them pretty quickly right. making your assessment and going back to that bar because you know you only have 20 minutes plus you paid five bucks for the tour so you got to get your money's worth, yeah, right? worth so of of the beers that you tried during that 20 minute jam session what was your favorite one so my favorite by far was a double ipa that we they had called the hoppy adventure and it was citrusy, it was piney. I believe that Chinook was one of the hops that they used in it. Of course and it was. It is, it is everything that you hate about IPAs. <laughs> All right, so for me, it was perfect. It, All was, right. it was one of the best beers that I had out there. It was a really cool, uh, cool beer. But, but one thing that I do want to call out about Harpoon is I was thoroughly impressed with their ciders. Now, I don't know if you guys have ever had uh, any of their ciders. I have not. Before, but... I'm I was to, I'm trying to think incredibly impressed. They were good, and you know I I'm sure we've all had Woodchuck, ang Angry yeah, Woodchuck, yeah. those real shitty ciders that are so <laughs> sweet they feel like you're rotting rotting your teeth from the first sip. Mm -hmm. But these ciders, I mean they 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 had sweetness to them, but they also was. I don't know. There, there was more to that. They were dry and they were mm -hmm. flavorful, more like Arsenal. Okay. Uh, okay. If you've ever had Arsenal ciders yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, down in Lawrenceville, uh, really good. Now I, I was I was thoroughly impressed. I didn't think I would like them as much as I, I did. So if you ever get a chance to go to Boston, uh, definitely check this out. Uh, Harpoon Brewery, mm -hmm. uh, great and and hands down, you got to do the tour. The brewery in itself is is neat to see. Right. But the tour is where it's at, and for five bucks, j just to go for the free for all is well yeah. well worth. It. Gotcha. <laughs> so, Sweet. So yeah, I did that, uh, and then another beer adventure, a little more local. I got to give some props to uh, a new brewery that I that I mm, went to yes. recently, Eleventh Hour. I saw uh, that on the Instagram. Yep, had the opportunity to go down there on Saturday. Janie and I went down with some friends, and we had a had a nice little beer tasting down there. We so, tried uh, uh, the I think they had five uh, different beers that they were currently brewing. And what was I, the initial impressions? Uh, not bad. Uh, the beer was good. Mm -hmm. I liked it. One of the interesting things about it was, though, every beer that they had, it was just part of this beta series that mm -hmm. they called it, and okay. none of the beer had a name. Okay. Like, normally you go and, and people are naming their beers. Right. This was just beta series IPA, beta series American Pale Ale, beta series Oatmeal Stout. Hmm. So it sounds like maybe they're auditioning their, uh, their house standards. Maybe. Yeah. In, with that, yeah. Because, I mean, we've had their beer at a beer fest before. Right. That, yeah. They were at the Big Four. Okay. And they had a, a very good uh, couple of beers there. I'm pretty sure the guys pouring the beers were kind of doing a one-for-one. 
Because by the end of the night, they had nothing but smiles on their faces. <laughs> nice. One for you, one for me. One for you, one for me. Yeah, the beer was the beer was not bad, but one of the things that I that I really liked. I mean, the establishment is awesome. They have done a phenomenal job uh, fixing up. I think it was just like an old warehouse, mm. and it looks gorgeous down there. I mean, they've put in some really great, uh, really great equipment in their brew house, and then they also have a just a gigantic bar. Great vibe they have going on down there beer is good i think like i said they're still trying to find their footing when it comes right, to the beer right. to, to determine what their uh, clientele is going to like but uh very very nice establishment it looks great and and it has a great vibe to it so i'm really uh i'm really excited to get back down there and try some more beer when they get to, when they start brewing some different uh some different things do they do food there or are they another food truck establishment another food truck truck establishment they okay. don't have uh they don't have a kitchen down there but that's okay yeah i mean honestly i was just wondering <laughs> the nice thing about their facility is they have room to put one in if they really uh, wanted to go big and blow it up someday they could put a kitchen down there i think they have the space but they don't good. have any of the equipment so gotcha that's good so we'll see but yeah so some cool uh some cool uh places that i've visited recently and had some some beer adventures which i really enjoyed that sounds to me like i need i need to make a trip down there yeah i've been meaning to. yeah it's cool yeah been meaning to go there that's and fury and <laughs> fear oh yeah yeah. Fury was fantastic at the Big Pour. We talked about yeah, that last week. Yeah, we talked week. about it last week. Yeah. So, let's get back to the beer we got right in front of us. Okay. The Tommy Knocker Green Chili. I'm out. Well. <laughs> I need to get a little more. Get a little, a little more. Bit. It is a Green Chili Lager. I should emphasize that. Sam, what do you think? Man, I'm just going to keep talking all through this segment here. I am just, I am on such a You've got to put that time back in. Yeah, I, I really do. I mean, you got to earn it. Yeah, you, ne- you never know when I'm going to be back on the show, so the audience right. has to really get, get their fill of right. my voice right now. I'm assuming Columbus Day. <laughs> yeah. So uh, here's, here's my assessment on this beer, and I'll preface it by saying that lager is generally a basic lager like this is generally not my favorite style but one of the things that i like about this beer is that we mentioned it earlier when we first sampled it is that tommy knocker has done a really nice job defining their recipe for a lager and building that first and then they took that and added some chili peppers and said all right now now that we've got our base down we can we can improve upon this we can we can have a little variation uh with this beer and i think that's with the addition of these chilies kind of how, how they made it so factually I, I don't know if that's true or not but that's what it seems like to me mm. so that 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 opinion carries about as much weight as the spice girls getting drunk on pepper beers before their shows so it's probably true but at the end of the day we can't verify that but <laughs> I, I, I like this beer you know it, it's smooth on the front end and on the back end it, it provides a nice subtle pepper flavor uh, that makes it go down really nice and you know one of the things about pepper beers that we that we see sometimes is sometimes they're very hot uh, sometimes they they have a very pronounced flavor which is usually good for one beer but at the same time you may not be having two three four of them you might switch to something uh, that's a little t- uh, a little more tame this beer I could see myself having two yeah three of right and and not having any any problems with that so overall um, I'm a fan I like this beer Right on. What about you guys? What do you think? Steve what what do you got on here? Uh, pretty much everything that Sam said I'm in ingredients with it's it's a really good, well-made lager uh, recipe, from what it, from what I can tell. You can right. still taste that it's beer. You can still taste that it has that maltiness to it. I know I've kind of maybe gave people the wrong impression by saying it has that store-bought <laughs> <laughs> uh, chili flavor about it. I just want to go on record and say it's a lot more fresher 
it than is. buying like great value queso. <laughs> great value queso in the white box. Oh yeah. boy! I, I just I just feel like the pepper flavor though is, you know, like Sam said, it's not overpowering, and it's to the point that you could have two or three or four of these beers, and I feel like. This is a general populist pepper beer. This is a chili flavored beer, not a hot chili beer. Right. Right. It's no uh, habanero sculpting around <laughs> yeah, no. and, and when I say that, I mean that as a compliment. Right. It, it's oh, called, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it's just a good thing to point out that this is for everybody. This is not the habanero sculpting, which is a dicey move for right. some people. Right. That's a dare beer. You're right. Dare you to drink this. Right. Yeah. This is not that beer. No. So all in all, I think we all enjoyed this one. I think so too. Yeah, it was good. I'm, I'm very excited to see what's uh, what's coming next. Uh, you know, one, we're one for one. I would say all of us enjoyed this beer, but you know, we'll see where that ranks among you know the other spice girls of the pepper beer world, right? Because. You know, we all want to continue to spice up your life. You can't just be satisfied with a certain spice level. You got to keep <laughs> spicing it up. And that's what we're going to do when we come back for segment two. So stay tuned. We'll be right back. Welcome back, Hop Nation. Sam on the mic again. Continuing my, uh, well, actually, I should say carrying over from segment one. I continue to talk, continue to make my presence felt on this episode, but I have a question for my uh, two co-hosts here. Ask away. No, that's not the question or the answer or whatever the no, hell no, you no, just said. No, 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 it could be the answer. Could be. The question was, how spicy is your life right now on a scale of 1 to 36. <laughs> we, wait, are we playing roulette? No, I just thought of 36 because that's Jerome Bettis' number, and I like him as a football player. Boy, I'm still why, excited from the Steelers' victory this so why, past why Sunday. Why wouldn't you go with 29? Answer the question, Adam. Yeah, because Bettis wasn't 29. I mean, are we playing an, an American wheel or a European wheel here? American. We're trying American craft beer. Well, I, I, I need to know if there is one... Green zero. Just or answer two the question. I, mean, I need to understand. Your life. You're delaying, which, ma which, which I, makes I me assume that it's not that spicy. It's which really is not, not good. because. I... One day, people, we will take an improv class and learn how to do this kind of shit correctly. That is true. Today <laughs> is not that day. No. I guess How not. spicy is your life, Adam? Six. Jesus Christ. <laughs> you just get to pick a number between 1 and 36. Let's go with 16. Okay. Now, how spicy is your life? 27 with a. Point six repeating. Excellent. Of All course. right. So Steve is spicier than Adam. I am thirty six, so I'm at the absolute top of the scale. And That's and why I wanted in to fuego. I I'm in fuego, as as you can tell. I mean, if, if anybody was listening to segment one and now they're in segment two, they know that I'm in fuego today. But why I wanted to ask that question is because I wanted to see where this next beer also fall, falls on that scale. So. Our theme for today is Spice Up Your Life Beers in honor of the 90s girl group, the Spice Girls. So for 
for our next beer, we are going to be going back to an old favorite. And by old favorite, I mean the brewery, uh, our friends at Flying Dog from Frederick, Maryland. Mm -hmm. And we are going to be trying another beer on the show from their Heat series. And this one fits very well with the theme of today's show. It is a chocolate habanero stout. Oh boy, oh boy, oh boy, I'm excited. Yeah, so it's going to be a little darker, and habanero peppers, as we know, are quite spicy. So we'll see how this one compares in terms of the heat level to the Tommy Knocker Green Chili Beer that we had earlier. Those are literally three of my favorite words. Chili. Chocolate, habanero, and stout. In that order? Eh, I don't know. I don't it's know your life. Eh, it's a toss-up. Depends. All right. Now, one of the things that I like about this series of beers is they, they, they pretty much tell you nothing about the beer itself. So we know there's chocolate in here. Right. We know there's habanero. We don't know the IBUs. We don't know the ABV. But one thing I will say is... Wait, we do know the ABV. Oh, that's true. Oh, that is on here. I, I apologize. <laughs> that, that was my mistake. It's always there. <laughs> I, was, I was so excited for this next point that I didn't even read the ABV, which is 6.3. There it is. But... Flying Dog on these beers has their heat scale. Uh, oh, yes, the, the <laughs> indeterminate <laughs> thermometer. Right, exactly. Only only for Flying Dog. It's and arbitrarily this, here. It is. And this one is three-fourths of the way up. Oh. Uh, so, I mean, we're we're getting up there, guys. We're almost to the top of the scale, and that makes sense because we're, we're drinking a beer made with habanero peppers. I believe the last one we had on the show was at the top of the scale, though. <laughs> it was. It was that experimental idea. Yeah. We didn't even know what the hell was in there. It didn't even no. tell you what pepper it was brewed with. No. It just said with the hottest peppers they could find. So. All the way hot. <laughs> yeah, all the way hot. All the way So hot. this one is not, I guess, quite as hot as that, but it's still three-fourths of the way up. And, you Would know, you we'll, say it's at a 27? It's at a 27.6 repeating. Well, it's not with the experimental IPA or myself because we're at a 36. Well, if it's so. at three-quarters up the scale, three-quarters of the scale of 36 is 27. You're, you're exactly right. So it's pretty much on par with Steve. So this is Steve's beer. Could be. I'm. This is Steve in a bottle, right? I mean, you see be. how this is all working out here. So let's uh, let's open this bad boy up, and see how spicy this makes our lives. Let's, let's see what Steve beer tastes like. There's beer thing. that is much, much, much darker than the previous beer. Duh, because it's a stout. Yeah, it's but stout. you know what? It's not. It's not as dark of a stout as I would have expected it to be. The light is penetrating this beer. Yeah, you can definitely see through, and it has a nice red hue about it. So yes, it does definitely have a reddish tint to it. It is not an abyss stout. Right. Yeah. It is I can I can look through it. I can see my fingers on the other side. Right. You're not <laughs> looking into the nothingness and it's looking back at you. Right. A lot of clarity, little head retention. I mean, it, it looks good to me. It looks like a stout. The smell is very intriguing. I'm not getting a lot of the habanero peppers on it, but I'm I am but I'm smelling a lot of the chocolate. Same here. Yeah, Same I'm definitely here. smelling a chocolate stout. Similar to, uh, kind of reminding me of the one that we did on episode four, the Nitro. Oh, from Breckenridge. Yeah, the Breckenridge Nitro. Yeah. No, that was the Irish one. Yeah. The yeah, Irish stout. Yeah, the Irish stout. Yeah. But I'm definitely smelling some of that uh, chocolate stout note. It's there. This yeah. is not on Nitro, though, for no, the record. No. <laughs> no, no, just bottles. I'm not getting it. I'm getting it a little bit on the back end, but what's interesting is that I'm tasting much more of the chocolate, a lot more of the malt. I'm actually getting less heat on this beer than the green chili beer from Tommyknocker. I, in terms of flavor, there's definitely a more pronounced flavor on the Tommyknocker. This one, I can I, I can try and find a little bit of heat on this, where it's got you know that little tingle in the back of the throat. I can kind of find it, but it is not prevalent whatsoever. 
I'm gonna say this is not representative of Steve, and this is not Steve beer. This is not Steve beer. No. Okay. Uh, like you guys are saying, you're not finding much of the habanero, and neither am I. No. Uh, no, it's almost like they just sort of walked it past the habanero. Mm-hmm. They showed it pictures. <laughs> I don't know. It's got it's got a good flavor profile overall. See, that's the thing because there there's two separate things I think we need to look at here. Yeah. The goodness of it as a pepper beer and the goodness overall. Right. Overall, it's a good beer. Yeah, yeah. Overall, I like this it's beer. A good beer. I'd definitely drink this. But it is not a pepper beer. No. Mm. That's yeah. a, that's interesting. You, especially from the other beers. I mean, this is probably. I want to say the eighth, ninth, maybe even tenth beer that I've had from this particular series from Flying Dog, and of everything that I've tried, this is this beer probably has the least amount of pepper flavor, mm. at least from the ones I've had, yeah. which has been quite a few at this point. I don't think I've had as many as you, but I would agree with that statement. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not finding anything here. No, I'm really not. It's it as a stout though. It's pretty decent. Yeah. Like, it, it has a nice, thick mouthfeel to it, mm-hmm. and it has that chocolate maltiness. Yeah. It's smooth, too. Overall, it goes yeah. down very easily. Yeah, it's a very smooth beer. It's a good beer. Yeah. It's just not in the right category right now. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think they needed to tell people that it was a habanero If beer. they just told people it was a chocolate stout, you'd have been perfectly fine. Right. Yeah, really. Interesting. Hmm. Well, who knows? Maybe as we continue to sip on it. Uh, you know, we'll start to get to get a little more flavor from it. Perhaps, yeah, maybe we'll there see. are maybe there are some other beers we could uh, take a look at. Steve, I, I understand that you uh, did a little bit of research on this. Well, yeah, because I knew the beers that we were going to have on this show this week weren't necessarily going to be the hottest beers. Correct. And I know beers that we've had in the past weren't necessarily the hottest either. In fact, I think probably the most common marketplace beer that we had that. It's considered one of the hottest is the Ballast Point Habanero Sculpin. Right. And that's a pretty hot beer. It is. It really is. It, it's hot enough to the point where you don't necessarily register it as an IPA. You just register it as a hot beer. Yeah, and that's coming from you. Right. Like, it, it blocked out the IPA-ness it of did. it. Too. It did. <laughs> and, and truth be known, it is one of two IPAs I currently have in my fridge right now. Nice. Good to know, good to know so, that we turned you on that one. Yeah. So exactly. that, that, one, beer. that one has made the list as an IPA that I, I enjoy. So the list is up to like three now. Very good. But yeah, I did some research into finding what might be like kind of the hottest pepper beers out there. Yeah. Just because I think you know, we all know the Habanero Sculpin. And there's a bunch of other pepper beers that we know. The Flying Dog Heat Series is out there. Which we are currently drinking. Right. And we've had a number of those before. And we had the uh the ale satan from full pint that was good that was a that good was one. really that good. Was a good one and that one had a bit spice too even though it was brewed with scorpion peppers it wasn't as hot right as the habanero sculpin to me it kind of went in the same vein as the tommy knocker we had earlier where it was a good beer and then it was built off of that mm-hmm. so i looked into some of these other contenders these are beers i haven't had gotcha but i want to have them because i want to see i want to find the hottest beer okay so one of the first ones I come across was called the Ghost Scorpion Lager. Ghost Scorpion Lager. That okay? Yeah. I, all right. I, <laughs> I, I like I the sounds I, of that. I have yeah. an idea what's going into this beer. You have an idea what's going into it. You're probably right. And it's actually coming from a brewery you and I know, Sam, uh, the Elevator Brewing Company out of Columbus. Really? We've actually been to the Elevator Brewing Company. Right. 
I think we went on prom night. Yeah, we were on prom <laughs> what? night. That's another story for another <laughs> podcast, but we, we, we've yeah, been there. We, we visited. We, we might have even told it before, but... <laughs> yeah, I think we may have. <laughs> yeah. Um, Interesting. I, I, I wouldn't have guessed that. Yeah, neither would I, but I was pretty, you know excited to see that and that it's so close because i might be able to find it we'll have to talk to steph to see if if we she, know that it's out yeah. there maybe she can get it for us yeah she can either bring it back or maybe i can find it at vintage one right. of the two right hopefully it but, is out there somewhere yeah but as i said it's ghost scorpion lager so it's a lager beer obviously right. and if you can guess the peppers from the name it's brewed with both ghost peppers and scorpion peppers I, yeah, that's where yeah. I was going with that. Right. Uh, I'm, I'm just saying, I'm giving the audience, they yes. may not know. Yes. And I think it's good for the audience to have an idea of how hot the peppers are. How hot are they? Really, really <laughs> damn hot. <laughs> now, if it, I'm sure people have heard about, you know, like the Scoville unit scale. Mm-hmm. What we're drinking right now is the Habanero. Right. Uh, habaneros usually clock in at about 300,000, and it just, the scale keeps going up and up. Ghost peppers can go up to a million, I believe. Oh. Yes. And scorpion peppers can go up to 1.5. Ah. So yeah. with the gross, with the ghost scorpion lager, they're taking two peppers that are hotter. Right. <laughs> way, way hotter than the habanero and putting it in. And I'm interested in trying that one. Huh. Huh. Yeah. <laughs> I would like to try that as well. Now, I wonder if that's safe to drink. Yeah. I bet it is. Yeah. I bet it is. It would have to be. It has to be, because the, another beer I want to try is one you've actually had, Sam. Oh, really? Yeah. The the Carolina Reaper Peach IPA from oh, Flying Dog. from which Flying Dog, part of their heat a, series. Which is from a previous heat series, I believe. Now, I've had that beer, and it is absolutely fantastic. Does it actually bring the heat? Um... It, it it brings heat, and it brings a lot of flavor, but it is so balanced between the, the spiciness of the pepper and the sweetness of the peach that it's it's just a perfect complement of flavors in your mouth. Now, I will say, it's it's not nearly as hot as the Habanero Sculpin. Really? No. Wow. So, okay. But it's way spicier than, obviously, this, and... Of any beer that I've had in the Flying Dog Heat Series, it is the spiciest. Okay, so it's the spiciest in the Heat Series. But it's not as hot as the Habanero Sculpin. So it's interesting that you say it's not as hot as the Habanero Sculpin. The, I kind of stumbled upon this beer and watching a beer review on YouTube, and it was with a British man. <laughs> <laughs> Just a British man. It was a British man. So he's probably friends with the Spice Girls, so his, his life has got to be right. real friggin' spicy. It's got to be real spicy. But he could not, he could barely take this beer. Wow. Like, he started sweating, and he called it the hottest thing he ever drank. Really? Yeah. And that's, uh, but because he's British, I did, well, yeah. did kind of like, I yeah, like. You I, gotta adjust the you, scale. Right, you gotta weight that, you know, when, mm. like, those really, really white people can't handle spicy food, so. <laughs> <laughs> and I feel, too, with pepper beers, the flavor that you're going to get based on the batch could vary depending on the peppers themselves. Really we all know the heat level in those peppers can vary. Now, right. sure, you know, a Carolina Reaper is probably always consistently going to be hotter than a habanero, jalapeno, oh, things always. like that. Always. No- <laughs> but, you know, from batch to batch, let's say your recipe calls for three, you know, it, it you know, depending on the spiciness of the pepper, it may not always provide that same level of flavor. Either that or I just really like spicy foods right. and I can handle it a lot better. Yeah. I mean, and one of the reasons why I picked this beer out was because it's brewed with the Carolina Reaper, which is one of the hottest peppers in the world. And it comes in, like I mentioned, the the Scorpion is about 1.5. Mm-hmm. The Carolina Reaper 
measures between 1.5 up to 2 million. 2 million? On the Scoville unit oh, scale. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> so it's a bit, bit hotter. It was the hottest for a while, but... It is no longer. No longer. It is and no longer. We'll get to that. We'll get to that. We'll get to that. Uh, yeah, it's funny you mentioned uh, Vintage earlier, which is a, a bottle shop out near Youngstown, Ohio-ish area. Boardman, Ohio. Well, actually, Boardman, Ohio. Yeah, that's yeah, it's, it's not Boardman. quite to Youngstown, but that's actually where I found the Carolina Reaper uh, oh, okay. pepper beer from Flying Dog. They get a lot more Flying Dog beers there oh, yeah, than we do. do here in Pittsburgh. They get a lot more everything than we do. <laughs> True. <laughs> Well, they are kind of a go-to place. Yeah, they really are. We could have an entire episode about them. And we might in the future. <laughs> I'm we not going to roll We should out. do it there. Perhaps we should do yeah. it there. But another beer that really, well, actually two beers. They're two beers because they come in a series. Mm-hmm. But they really stuck out to me. And they may or may not be the hottest, but they're definitely ones I want to try. It's called Stone's Crime and Punishment. I've heard of that one. Never so, heard of that. So, Okay. You're going to like what you hear then, Sam. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure that I will. It's only getting better. You're, we're talking two bourbon barrel aged lucky bastards and a double bastard. So it's a, it's a two it's a two part series, crime and punishment. Okay. So they take their lucky bastard and they age it in a bourbon barrel. Okay. And they take their double bastard and yeah. age it in a bourbon barrel. I've never had the Lucky Bastard. Just for my uh, clarification, as well as the audience, what is the Lucky Bastard? I've never had that. Okay, so the Lucky Bastard is uh, Stone's Strong Ale. It's not. It's not a, their standard ah, IPA. Okay. They 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 brewed a strong ale. Okay. Uh, but these are both aged in bourbon barrels and put in a whole bunch of different hot peppers in. But the number one on that list is the scorpion peppers. Okay. As well. So we're back to the scorpion. Yeah. It's a big list of hot peppers, and they're all just kind of put in there while it's aged in bourbon barrels. Hmm. And you get these two special beers out of stone. I like that. Those sound really good. That sounds awesome. They could be really hot. And then probably my favorite, just because of the name, uh, was the Twisted Pine Brewing Ghostface Killer. Ghostface Killer. Ghostface Killer. (laughs) That that seems like they should not be able to call a beer that. You think that would be trademarked by the Wu-Tang Clan, wouldn't it? You would think. Or is it brewed... In uh, collaboration with the Ghostface Killer, it might, it might be. I didn't do enough research on that one. I just saw the name, and it seemed it sounded really good to me. Nice. It, it might have been brewed in collaboration with Ghostface Killer. So. Perhaps he had to diversify his portfolio <laughs> from rapper to brewer. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, he, uh, oh, now I'm saying he. No, uh, the beer is it's a wheat ale. And then, again, it has a... spicy wheat. A spicy wheat, yeah. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. I don't know if I've ever had a spicy wheat before. Not that I can think of either. But again, it comes in with a a list of peppers Uh uh, brewed with it. And then, of course, at the top of that list is ghost pepper that we talked about before already. Wow. It's in the name, so that would make sense. So all of these may or may not be the hottest beer, but I found... There's a a young entrepreneur out there. I like that. (laughs) And he's looking to brew the hottest beer and he's uh, it's supposedly coming in october although i checked the website and it says november <laughs> <laughs> oh boy the, the article i read said it was coming in october uh but it from a entrepreneur by the name of jeff pickett and he got his start in doing uh just making like flavor packets for beer flavor pa- oh okay All yeah right. uh he's kind of like throwing in kool-aid or mio into your yeah. beer to give it, yeah. Yeah. 
Hold on a second. A flavor packet for a beer. Real brewers don't brew with shit like that, do they? I've never no, even heard of that. No, no, no. You, it, it's for individual use. Right. So you, you'll draft your beer and then you throw in like a little packet of blueberry. Oh, yeah, I thought it meant in the home brewing process. No, 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 okay. it, no it's for yourself. It's for oh, home really? consumption use. Oh, God. <laughs> that doesn't sound good at all. But, yeah, I haven't tried it, so I guess you I can't judge it, too hard. You know, if you're, I mean, for you, you would just brew it properly. Right, right this, exactly. Is, this, this is for, like, a, a consumer, you know, who wants to just kind of play around with their own beer right. without getting into the brewing process. Uh, I gotcha. Like okay. Right. Hey, would this be a good strawberry? Would this right. be good with blueberries? Exactly. Would this be good with peppers? Yeah. yeah. Can, can I make this old style? <laughs> 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 a little better with raspberry flavor. But he, he's decided to move into actual brewing, away from his flavor packet business, I guess. Okay. And he's developing a beer called the Brutality. That's a good name. Yes. I'm not sure if he's going to get it off, though, because I did find another beer called the Brutality by Midnight Sun. And it's a espresso beer. But he, his, his take on the Brutality mm-hmm. is going to be a triple IPA brewed with Carolina Reaper peppers. And he, he intends on making it the hottest beer possible. Well, he better do it quick. I, he better do it quick, and I, I hope <laughs> he realizes he has to change the recipe. He does because the Carolina Reaper is no longer the world's hottest pepper. I uh, no, no, it isn't. It has now been displaced uh, by the same gentleman that developed the Carolina Reaper. He is the owner and proprietor of Puckerbutt, which I think is a fantastic company name. Uh, well, for hot sauce, for yeah. him, it makes complete <laughs> sense. For hot sauce, it is. Yeah, for Puckerbutt hot sauce. Puckerbutt. Other things, maybe not so much. Right. <laughs> so they have, because the backstory is the Carolina Reaper had been displaced right. as the world's hottest pepper by a group of growers in England, I believe it was. Yeah, it was. Uh, I don't remember the name of their pepper, but... Doesn't matter anymore. Doesn't matter anymore <laughs> because the boys at Puckerbutt uh, got back in the lab, and they went uh, they went one step further. Well, did they get back in the lab? Or they already had it in their back Yeah, pocket. he already had that, and he said, I'll release it if somebody ever beats the Reaper. Right. And somebody did, and so he's now released this new monstrosity. Yes. <laughs> oh, my God. I feel, you, like that, you, I feel like that's not even safe to consume. Well, do you want to take a guess on where this lies on the Scoville unit scale? I don't know, three million? You got it, buddy. There it is. There it is. <laughs> Somewhere in... It can get up into the three million. That's, that's absolutely oh, absurd. I'm pretty sure this is getting into bear mace. <laughs> yeah, bear mace that guy. That's, yeah. like, that's like eight, ti- eight times hotter than the habanero. Yeah. Yeah. So here's, here's the weird thing. You know how most of the really, really hot peppers are red? This one is actually a yellowish green, which I found to be very interesting. Hmm. Yeah. It, it Wonder looked, why. Yeah, it looks closer to... Closer to almost like a banana pepper. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good way of, of yeah. describing the color. Yeah. Maybe it got so hot, it burnt the red off the skin. <laughs> it came all the way back around. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you got to eventually make that loop, right? So whoever this fella is has got to get a hold of the people over at Puckerbutt. Yeah. And they got to get a hold of this Pepper X. Yeah, Jeff Pritt, uh, Jeff Pickett. Yes. You better uh, start asking for Pepper X. So, and also, uh, continue I already asked for <laughs> Right, you did. I already asked for Pepper X. <laughs> they didn't let me have it, so maybe Jeff can have a better <laughs> go at it. So, Pepper X is just the working name for the pepper right now. They haven't even fully confirmed what the name of this pepper is. It's just Pepper X right now. Yeah. Hmm. Which right, I like. Right now, it's fine. Yeah, and the only consumable way you can have it at the moment 
is uh, if for anybody who's a fan of the YouTube show Hot Ones with Sean Evans. I don't know if you've ever seen this, Sam. No, I've if never seen it. You should. It's a fantastic. I should check it out. It sounds like it would be a good something show. I think you would like enjoy. It. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it, what it is is just this uh, guy, Sean Evans. He eats hot wings with uh, with a celebrity guest, hmm. and the wings go up from you know just kind of sriracha, kinda not really hot. No big deal. All the way up to these insane hot sauce flavors, and they developed one specially for the show using Pepper X, and it's called the Last Dab. Mm-hmm. And it, because they dab a little bit of that hot sauce on the last wing. Oh, God. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, I like spicy foods, and I enjoy hot wings, but, man, there, there is, there is, everybody has a limit, you know? Right. Y- you get to that point where it's just not good anymore, and <laughs> yes. you don't want to eat it. It doesn't matter how hungry you are or how much you just love chicken wings, you don't want it. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, I mean, that's the only way you can find it, but maybe... Right. Maybe Jeff will have a better chance brewing his beer. So what do you say that we get back to this beer that we got right in front of us? The I say that's a good idea. The Flying Dog Chocolate Habanero Stout, part of the Heat series. Sam, you brought this beer to the table. You get first crack at it. Alrighty. So here's here's the thing. As I sip this beer through segment two, I really, really enjoy it. It is clean, it is smooth, it has a nice flavor, and, you know, I, 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 I love Flying Dog beers. I think they're all, uh, you know, brewed with a lot of uh, care and dedication to the craft, which is, it, which is something that, that I can certainly respect. And I love the Heat Series because I love pepper beers. However, I'll put the caveat on that we, <laughs> all, know, we all know what's coming, yeah. and that is it's, it's not spicy enough. It needs to be spicier. It's, it's a great beer. If they gave this to me and said, hey, this is a chocolate stout. I would believe them, and I would drink it, and I would enjoy it. But they're giving this to me, and they're saying, hey, it's a chocolate habanero stout, yet I'm not getting any of the spice. I'm getting the subtlest hint of spice on the back end, and that is it. doesn't matter. I mean, we started with this beer, and it was a little colder. It's now warmed up. The flavor's not coming out for me. And although I'm really enjoying it, it's not really fitting the style that it's claiming to be. So... That's my take on it. What do you guys think? I'll just echo what you said. It's a good chocolate stout. It's not a good pepper beer. Simply because it's not a pepper beer. I, I'm not getting any any inkling on it that it's a pepper beer. Uh, maybe if I kind of force it a little bit, I can kind of get a little bit of it, but I'm not finding it. Is it a good beer? Yes. Period. Would I drink it again? Yes. That's it. Are you wondering if that little tingling in the back of your throat is excess carbonation or pepper? Because <laughs> I kind of am. Now that you said that, I'm kind of second-guessing myself. Maybe I didn't taste any. Maybe, I don't it, Regardless, it's not enough to be definitive to say, okay, there's the habanero yeah. right there. And that, that in and of itself, the fact that you have to question it says it all right there. Valid point. Valid point. Steve, what about you? Uh, yeah, it's an echo chamber up in here. Uh, I will say... It, up from the 36 echo chambers! <laughs> Hopefully we don't get sued. Wu-Tang! <laughs> this is in no way as spicy as the habanero sculpin. No. I mean, I feel like... I feel like... The, and that's part of the problem with a lot of these pepper beers is that you put the name forward and you say what pepper's in there in your title... It had better be at least as spicy as the next one. It should have some mm-hmm. cachet to Absolutely. it. Absolutely. <clears throat> yeah. 
Yeah, like if it's a, you know, if this says habanero and habanero sculpin is out there, this should have, be as hot as the habanero sculpin. Even if it's in the ballpark, it doesn't have to be as hot. It right. needs to be yeah. nearby. Yeah. Because this is a stout, and it's it's brewed with chocolate as well. So yeah. naturally, so, the ingredients yeah, so might you, cool it a little bit or, yeah. or balance the flavors a little more. Yeah, that thickness is something that you could forgive. That, you know, expect maybe it'll be a little cooler, a little dessertier. But this is barely, like, tipping the scales at all. Yeah. Like, I got, a, I got a little bit as it warmed up, but... When you have to go find it? Yeah. Eh, no. It, it barely gets as hot as, like, a, like a, a Mexican chocolate chili beer. Maybe, yeah. Hint, hint. <laughs> As to what might be coming up in segment three. <laughs> um, but, the, yeah, it, it, it just doesn't do it for me the way I want it to. No. I like it, though. I still like it as a beer. That's the problem. It's just a good beer. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, feel, I feel like I'm, like, breaking up with it in a way. It's like, I like you as a friend, but... <laughs> we can go get ice cream still. Yeah. It, it's, it's, a, it's a good beer, but it just doesn't deliver on the pepper the way I wanted it to. Right. All right. Well, two down. And you know, that's that, that was kind of sad. Like, that was a sad ending to the segment because I started us up with talking about how spicy our life is. And that really fit the theme of the day. We were you know, really, really excited to have the Spice Girls coming on for segment three. But now, we, we've all been taking it down a notch and they've left. They're not even here anymore. It's just like the end of Empire Strikes Back. So, there yeah. was no, no happy ending. There was yeah. no happy ending in yeah. episode five. And, you know, now that the Spice Girls are not going to be our special guests for segment three, and the audience is just stuck with the three of us again, mm. we're really going to have to turn it up with this last beer. Bummer. So Bummer. I am really hoping that when we get back from this break, you know, we are going to have something that is going to just really, really spice up our lives. So stay tuned, everybody. We're going to drink that right when we come back, and we'll see what happens. Stay tuned. Nation, I don't know about you, but I am feeling hot, 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 hot which hot is di which is different because normally I just look hot, hot, hot. Ugh, God. Wow, <laughs> right? Wow. Okay, okay. <laughs> all right. Hey, you know, all right. That's what people that see the Instagram account say. What? <laughs> or at least I just think that's what they're saying. They don't actually comment and say that, but I, I like to think that they are. Maybe they're so blown away by your good looks that they can't even fathom how to send a message. They just can't even comment. bring the words. Like, oh my God, I just, I can't even deal with this right now. I have, I have to defriend them and move on to somebody else who's just less attractive. <laughs> 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 oh, okay. Man. All right. I don't know. That took an interesting turn. See, that's what happens when you just improv on this show. You never know what you're gonna say. Take a take a left off the Beer Avenue and down to Ego Street. <laughs> <laughs> I guess, Population Sam. I guess so. Yeah. I think I'm the only one living on Ego Street these days. <laughs> Nobody else is here with me. It's very lonely. <laughs> But, you know, when I'm sitting on my ass, living alone on Ego Street, there's one thing I like to do, and that's drink some really hot beers, all right? So, I've already had two. 
Well, actually, I don't just like to, to drink hot beers, but I also like to drink hot beers and listen to the Spice Girls. So, reminding everybody of the theme today, we're talking uh, about our favorite uh, girl group from the 90s, the Spice Girls, and collectively, all three of us truly enjoyed them back in the day, especially Steve. But the more important thing is that we have one more beer to get to today, and that's really going to spice up our life. And we'll see how it compares against the Flying Dog Chocolate Habanero Stout and the Chili Green Tommy Knocker beer. So Steve, why don't you introduce this last beer that we're going to be drinking today. The third beer of the night to spice up our life is the Weyerbacher Sunday Mole Stout. And this is an imperial stout brewed with coffee, cocoa, cinnamon, and peppers. So we're gonna get a little twofer on the spice because you're getting the cinnamon and the peppers. Right on. Okay. Now this is coming in at a uh, 11.3 ABV. Ooh so it's also a big boy hitter. That is a big boy. I should have eaten dinner before we recorded <laughs> oh, this yeah, podcast. You really I might have. be in trouble here for segment three. So <laughs> I got snack bars if you need Ration out my pour appropriately knowing that. <laughs> holy cow, I'm looking at that pour and holy cow. It's a chocolate syrup. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah I was going to say, that looks like motor oil. It's got a Bosco in the bottle. Wow. <laughs> the uh, peppers being used in this are the ancho and the chipotle and a couple other ones. Nothing too, too hot. Thank you. Now, I have to say, as someone who has brewed with chipotle peppers before, as well as had uh, other breweries uh, that have produced beers that are made with chipotles, that is one of my all-time favorite peppers. Uh, it, it provides so much flavor to a beer, so I'm very excited to try this. Yeah, I, I think the appropriate word for this is blurple. Blurple? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Black purple, yes. Yeah, it's just blurple. That's fair. I'm going to agree with that. Uh, no, Not a lot of carbonation. No, hardly any carbonation on this. Can't see through this one at all. <laughs> no. The nose is very interesting. The nose is boozy, but with a lot of other things going yeah. on there. Yeah. Almost to the point where it's kind of a Three Stooges smell, where everything's trying to get through the door at once, and then nothing happens. <laughs> hello. 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 <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, this is like sticking your uh, nose into a bag of Sour Patch Kids and taking a whiff, because there's so many different flavors in there. <laughs> Plus, you're getting a sourness, which can be comparable to the booze, that you just, I don't know. I don't know what to think. Makes me excited though. I'm thinking I smell a lot of, uh, I smell a bit of the coffee. Yeah. And I smell a bit of the chocolate. I don't smell any pepper. Nor do I. But that doesn't mean that that taste and flavor won't be there. Right. Sam, do you smell any peppers? I do not. Okay. Uh, I smell a lot of chocolate, a lot of coffee, a lot of booze, no peppers. Okay. Let's see what but happens. Let's see if we taste any. Mmm. Hmm. I like that. Hmm. It no. tastes blurple. <laughs> it tastes blurple. <laughs> One thing I'll say is it has a lot going for it. It's got a lot going on, too. Yeah, like it's it's one of those beers that you taste, and you can taste a lot, but you really need to think about it and think about, hey, what flavors did I just get <laughs> yeah. out of this? Because they all hit me at the exact same time. And what's interesting is I feel like I, I was at least hit with three to four flavors right up front on the front of my tongue. Yeah, me as well. It, it's a very complex beer. And I think yes. I think that complexity is maybe not, it's definitely not helped by the booziness. It is not. No, I, the booziness kind of takes an overriding. I would say just as far as discerning what flavors you're getting. The booziness hurts you. <laughs> yes, this. yes. The booziness is not subtle whatsoever. No, it's not. You definitely taste that. But, I mean, it's, what, 11 point mm -hmm. holy dog shit? So, <laughs> yeah. 
That's to be expected. I'm definitely getting some of the coffee notes, though. On the chili side of things, I'm not really getting much there. I'm not getting much. I can I can taste it a little bit. I'm not tasting any cinnamon. No. No. Well, let's let's continue on this. Yeah. And uh, let's let's see what happens throughout this segment. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, we'll very see where things go. Beer. Very interesting, though. Yeah. I like it. I like it overall. That's the problem I'm having with these beers. You like them? They're just all good beers. Yeah, they're good beers. But it's you, just you kind of have to silo things a little bit. Are they are they doing the pepper job that they're right supposed to? Right. And, and this one isn't necessarily putting itself out as a pepper pepper beer. Like it doesn't have habanero on the <laughs> on the cover. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> but it it does say there's peppers in it. So. So what have we got going on, Steve? This week we are actually going to play beer fight. Another nice. a segment that you actually haven't been a part of yet. Oh, that's right. You haven't. Yes. So oh, you're in for a good time. <laughs> for good reason, probably. <laughs> we've got, we've got, we finally nailed down Sam so we can play That's Beer Fight. That's right. <laughs> so just to remind the audience what Beer Fight is, is we're going to take two different beers and we're going to take their personifications of the beers and have a little debate. Step into the Thunderdome. Yeah. See which one would survive in the Thunderdome. I'm going to pick Conor McGregor. Conor McGregor is not a beer. <laughs> it could be. I've seen video. Ghostface Killer is, so. Ghostface Killer is a beer. And he maybe would have been a good one for the segment, but we're not going to use him either. So perhaps a, an example would be well, a, a, a simple here. example would be uh, a golden monkey versus a dirt wolf. So what is our first beer fight of the night? What is the undercard? So the undercard of tonight is one we already talked about, the ghost scorpion. Okay. Versus... Elysian's Night Owl. And the theme I'm going with is pepper beers versus pumpkin beers. Ah, okay. Yes. All right. So we have the Elevator Ghost Scorpion versus the Elysian Night Owl, which is a pumpkin beer. That's, That's a, a good, good question. One. Yeah. Well, I, I, I'd have to go with the Scorpion. Okay. Simply because I'm, I'm pretty sure that whenever a Night Owl would try to eat the Scorpion, it would immediately, the Stinger would immediately come out, hit the Owl, Owl would drop the scorpion, scorpion would be able to run away, and it would win just by continuing on living. But it's a ghost scorpion. Oh, it's a ghost scorpion. It wouldn't continue on living. Oh, so you can't kill what's already dead. That's right. So, duh, that's a no-brainer. Yeah, Night Owl wins. What? Night Owl wins. It's alive. No, you can't kill what's already dead. Tim? Am I the tiebreaker in this Obviously. nonsense? <laughs> Obviously. Oh, boy. Let me let me decide. All right, so we have a, a scorpion that's not even alive. Correct. Versus an owl who can see in the dark. <laughs> and can literally uh, lift a tree out of the ground and use it to smash a ghost scorpion, whether it's alive or dead. Wait, um, wait, I'm gonna wait. go with I'm gonna go with the owl because what it's going to do is it's going to literally drop a massive tree on the scorpion, crushing the scorpion, whether it's alive or dead, and you know win this fight. And but it's gonna, the, it's gonna just fly off into the moon. Where did this tree come from? Huh? It's in the forest with the owls, dude. There's lot. There's <laughs> owls. You, you, trees you owls asked out the, there. You asked the wrong question. Where did the owl get the power to lift the tree? <laughs> from the moon. <laughs> <laughs> It was it was sent a signal from the space aliens that were living on the moon to give this owl super strength to lift a tree, smash the ghost pepper, and free you know all of those aliens from uh, from the moon so they could turn back into monkeys and return to Earth. 
What? I feel like Sam might not be taking this segment seriously. No, and I feel kind of bad. You're right. It wasn't monkeys. It was just general dogs. General dogs? General dogs. <laughs> Sergeant Cat. <laughs> Standard attention. General dogs is on the board. <laughs> All right, it was it was it was real humans. <laughs> what's, what's that? Were the next one? <laughs> that maybe were we should maybe we should try to move on. <laughs> yeah, you didn't like my explanation. I, I just on, it made understand. a lot. It made a lot of sense. I just don't understand where the owl got the powers from. So many questions. I told I you it. from the aliens on the moon. I didn't get so many questions. Like, what is what is our next? Okay, hold on, on a second. Back up one second before okay. we move on. All okay. right. Have you ever seen the show? Speaking of '90s nostalgia, the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. You know how Rita Repulsa used to send down monsters to Earth, literally from the moon. The putties? Okay. No, not the putties. The well, monsters. Also the putties, but yeah, the monsters. Yeah. yeah. The, well, the putties weren't super strong. The monsters no, were, you know, the real bad guys. So this was essential. And when I say space aliens, I was talking about Rita. Repulsa. Pulsa, her, her minions like Goldar and even you know Lord Zed, right? So there, therefore, instead of sending a monster down, she just gave one of the owls super strength to crush the ghost scorpion, who actually, when you find find out when you actually look into it, was the Green Ranger. <laughs> it was Tommy. I feel like I feel like maybe I should smoke more weed or I, I yeah less weed. I don't know. This is definitely a tipping point. Guys, this is, this is a great game. What's the next one? <laughs> For the love of all that is holy and decent, what is the next one? Uh, very simply, I'm going to go with uh, the Space Ghost, which is a brew from Central Waters. Mm -hmm. It is a Imperial Stout made with ghost peppers. Oh, all right. Or the UFO Harpoon Pumpkin. Oh, so do we have to worry about the UFO? Do we have to worry about the harpoon? Well, you have to think. You have to think about the cartoon Space Ghost. That's what I, coast to coast. Coast to coast. Yeah. Well, before it was Space Ghost, coast to coast. It was just Space Ghost. Right. And he was fighting aliens. True, but in my formidable years, it was Space Ghost, coast to coast. Right. Right. Yeah. So, so would Space Ghost fare better against a UFO pumpkin? Ooh, I don't know. Or would a UFO pumpkin fare better against Space Ghost? So you you are drawing the line in the sand that this is. Space Ghost from the original Hanna-Barbera series, not Space Ghost Coast to Coast from nah, the original Swim. It could be Coast to Coast, yeah. yeah. See, this is pertinent information. It's the same guy, though. Okay. So I think I'm going to have to go with... Yeah, I'm going to go with Space Ghost. Yeah, it's an easy It's an easy yeah. one. Yeah, Space Ghost. It's a pumpkin. Yeah. It's a UFO. Who gives a dog shit about a pumpkin? Right. It's a UFO made out of a pumpkin. Yeah. You, you can punch a hole. You could punch a hole I in know. that. You don't have superpowers, and you could punch a hole in it. <laughs> That was now, easy. Now hold on a second. Oh boy. Aye. Is this is this UFO pumpkin? You know, has it been reinforced? You know, the walls of the pumpkin with any, nope. you know, steel or armor of some sort? And and who's controlling this pumpkin? Right. So we got to think about that as well. I mean, is is Rita Repulsa and Lord Zed <laughs> in the pumpkin, or have we switched? You know, cartoon or not cartoons, uh, you know, children's TV shows, and instead of the Power Rangers, now we're on to the big bad Beetleborgs or VR Troopers. You know, who's in this pumpkin? We don't know. 
<laughs> Somebody I, from the 90s, we know that. I, I think only vaguely remember those yeah, other you're two. Going, just... <laughs> you're going deep into the well here. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, I don't know who's in that pumpkin. That's <laughs> the problem. Like, that pumpkin is almost impenetrable to light, which means we can't see in it. So to understand who's controlling this pumpkin in this fight against Space Ghost, we need to truly, uh, we need to get up in that pumpkin. We need to go right up in the hole. We need it to abduct us so we can see who's controlling it. We don't know. I've got the answer. Uh, it's more weed. It's definitely more, more weed. weed. More yeah. weed is the answer? That okay. is the answer. Definitely yeah. need more weed in my life then. Okay. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> well, that'll bring us to our final fight of the night. And I think it's a big one. Uh, it's the Sierra Nevada Hellraiser, which is a chocolate chili. Okay. Uh, Verse the shipyard <laughs> pumpkin head. And this essentially just comes down to which movie franchise is worse. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> well... A pumpkin head. Are you talking about trick or treat? No, 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 no. I'm not talking about uh, the little kid who's also named Sam and not uh, trick or treat. No, I'm talking about uh, pumpkin head back from the '80s that was starring Lance Hendrickson. It was about his. Uh, you I don't never, think I know you that. Never saw these movies. Wasn't that just an old takeoff so. of Ichabod Crane? No. Okay, because that was the direction I was going. Was just Ichabod Crane? No. And no. the headless horseman. And no, he had that pumpkin. that would be Sleepy Hollow. No, I'm talking. I'm talking horror movie franchises. God okay, well, apparently it. that was so bad that I didn't even see it. No, Pumpkinhead starred Lance Hendrickson, and it was more or less a ripoff of Friday the Thirteenth, in which his disabled son was killed and thrown down a well by some bullies, and then it came back as this giant, disgusting monster. <laughs> okay, all right. So yeah. basically, just land Moby Dick. Uh, <laughs> what? <laughs> No. God damn you. God damn both of you. That's what I'm getting out of this entire experience. This is Land Moby Dick. It's not Land Moby Dick. What's the matter with you? All sorts of things. It's the Hellraiser films, which are shit. And the Pumpkinhead films, which are shit. Well, see, I've actually heard of the Hellraiser films. Okay. So that's where I gotta go. Okay. Uh, because it isn't the main uh, villain, Pinhead, in those. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so right. that's what I gotta go with. Okay. Because I've actually heard of those. Okay, you've heard of those. Yeah, so by default, Hellraiser wins. I think there's like four Pumpkinhead movies. How have you never, like, accidentally stumbled How on How many Leprechaun movies are there? I've never watched any of Probably them. Probably like eight. I've never watched them. Yeah, a lot of those. Jennifer yeah. Aniston was in one of them. Jaws, I never one. made it past two. Okay, but you still know that there's four. And you still know that they exist. Well, I, didn't they get up to like 33 according to Back to the Future 2? Yeah, that's not true. That's not real life either. <laughs> All right, now let me say a few things about this fight. If I'm going to accurately assess this, I would actually prefer the Pumpkinhead from Shipyard to be the winner. And when I say prefer that, that means I know that he is going to win. And here's why. Because Pinhead is just one guy, right? And he's an asshole. He was in a series of shitty movies. But the Shipyard Pumpkinhead, he has his main man... Johnny Rails waiting in the background, right? So this, I'm thinking of this as more like a Marvel versus Capcom video game where you're mashing the buttons and all of a sudden one player disappears and the other one comes in. Pumpkinhead's got a series of buddies that are going to help him to win this fight. So as soon as he's out, Johnny Rails is coming in. And then before you know it, you know who's coming next? The mother effing Pum King from Southern Tier. You know who's next? The Warlock. He's got a whole tribe of pumpkins. They're coming in. They're, they're, they're raining fury and pumpkin seeds and all that grotesque 
innards from a pumpkin down on Pinhead and it's just sticking to his pins and it is covering his eyes and he can't see shit and eventually they're just gonna boot him right out of the arena and he's going to lose uh, Pinhead actually does have a group of other demons with him called the Cenobites there was a guy that had like a CD changer in his face there's a woman with no oh, eyes. CD changer, nice from the '90s. I, I like right. the nostalgia of this episode. More, it's more weed. It's, I, I, it's definitely more weed. It's up to DMT at this point. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, this is the segment you wanted to talk about, so you got to understand. I mean, we're we're creating an army of pumpkin heads now that we're uh, <laughs> we not how no. that we? we are going to rain down on all the craft breweries of the world. We are summoning the kings. Yeah, just. Pour me more beer. This is going to take a while. Just <laughs> fill me back up. Oh, man. I'll tell you what. I like this segment, guys. This is... Uh, at first, I was a little skeptical. I would, I wasn't sure how this was going to go. I've never participated in this uh, you know, little game before, but I really like it. it. It creates some great bar banter. Since Sam has definitely played in the space. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, boy. I will say that. <laughs> Sam has played in the space. Yes. So let's kind of wrangle all of that back in. Improv classes coming soon. <laughs> <laughs> let's talk about this beer. This whole this whole friggin' episode has been improv for me. <laughs> Come on, <laughs> I've literally been talking almost the entire show. It's it's great. I mean, we should do more of this. We'll show up more often. Yeah, that's yeah. right. I guess <laughs> don't, don't bitch at us. You, you can come next week. <laughs> yes. I will see everybody in about three months. <laughs> so there's Weyerbacher, whatever the who's at Sunday Mole Crunch. Sunday Mole Stout. Stout, not Stout. Crunch. No, not Crunch. No, no cereal in this beer. By Weyerbacher. And they're a Pennsylvania brewery, aren't they? Yes, they are. Out of Eastern PA somewhere. Yeah, they're coming. I think it's actually Easton. Oh, Easton. All right. Also the home of Crayola Crayon. What up is, there in the Poconos. Up there in the Poconos, <laughs> up in the high mountains. Yeah, uh, clocks in at 11.3%. Yeah. So, uh, Steve, you brought this one to the table. You get first crack at it. What do you think? Well, I think we're in another situation of it's a good beer, but it's not a great pepper beer. But I'm going to put my own caveat, as Sam did last uh, segment. I'm going to put my caveat on saying maybe this isn't supposed to be the pepper beer. It's not necessarily marketed. True. True. As, a, as a pepper beer. Although it's they, a beer that happens to have peppers in it. Right. It's a beer like peppers are part of a mole recipe. Mm -hmm. Then you take mole and make that part of a beer recipe. I get that. That's kind of like a second generation you know, dilution. Yeah. Whereas other beers that say the pepper name on the front, you know. They're, they're trying to be that pepper beer. And this is not that pepper beer? No, no. I think this one might fall a little short as being a pepper beer, but as being just a beer. It's just a good beer. It's a really good beer. Yeah. For, Adam? For me, I don't have anything else to add. And Steve had it spot on. Good beer, not a good pepper beer, may not have been the point of the beer. Uh, and that's okay, because it's still a good beer. Bottom line, good beer. Uh, I would have more than more than one. Uh, if I were to do that, I would definitely make sure I was at home, comfortable on the couch. Yeah. And nowhere near a set of keys. Yeah, this is yeah, definitely... This is a big guy. This, this is a big one. This is a definitely a home, comfy on the couch yes. beer. Yes, This is a like a, a wintertime, Get the, shut myself in yeah. with some hot chocolate and cabin some Cabin in the <laughs> Woods. This is yeah. a Cabin in the Woods beer. Yeah. Yep. Sam? Cabin what? in the Woods. Now, I like that movie, and that wasn't from the 90s. No, it wasn't. It was not. <laughs> Yeah, so I really don't have much to add outside of what you guys already said. Um, 
this has a very big expansive flavor profile and it's a good beer is it a good pepper beer absolutely not but that doesn't make it bad right <laughs> i mean I, I just i can't taste the pepper in it i'm getting some coffee i'm getting some cocoa i'm getting a couple hints of cinnamon and i'm getting a lot of booziness which i'm not complaining about any of those but at the end of the day it doesn't doesn't really fit the pepper beer style but like mm -hmm. the last one it's still a great beer right i would i would never turn one down i'm, <laughs> I'm really enjoying drinking it now so yeah it's uh it's good, good stuff. All that, right. That's all I have to say about that. All right. So I think with that, I think it's time to go to the podium. And remember, doing the podium this time, don't forget to pair the beers that we had with your favorite Spice Girl. Oh, that's right. Okay. So that means I'm going to have to remember at least three Spice Girls. That's right. So you, you should have be Scary Spice, Posh Spice, Baby Spice, Ginger Spice, Sporty Spice are the five. You just popped that right off the top of your head, didn't How you? How do you not know it? It's Mel B, Mel C, Emma and uh, Jerry. And I... Victoria Beckham, the, mo the most popular one. I couldn't remember her fucking damn name. Damn <laughs> oh, it. okay. Wow. <laughs> uh, you guys were way more into this than I was. How are you not? Come on, dude. It was the Spice Girls. They were like the hottest thing in the world back in the 90s. I mean, what, what were you when they came out? Like 10? Every guy had a crush on the Spice Girls, or at least one of them, maybe not all of you them. You never sat around with a tag of beet squeezing your hog. <laughs> <laughs> that takes me back. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> so I guess, uh, Steve, it, I guess it's uh, up to you to bring it to the podium with your favorite Spice Girl, I guess. I'm going to... Hmm. Damn it. It's kind of tough, isn't it? It is tough because I, I, I want to put it as an appropriate pepper beer, but also... Yeah, uh, that's the way I'm going to go. You're going to go with pepper beers I'm rather just, than beers. I'm just going to go appropriateness for pepper beer. Okay. I will say the caveat that I enjoyed the Sunday Mole Stout the most tonight mm -hmm. as beer overall. Can you just throw out, throw out a real quick one, two, three on beers overall? Just a real quick one, two, three. I would say it would be Sunday Mole Stout as the top beer and then the chocolate habanero as second and then the uh uh tommy, tommy Docker, green, green chili third lager right yeah okay with that said they're all really good beers mm -hmm. as far as pepper beers go i'm gonna put the weyerbacher sunday mole stout as the bronze okay yeah it's a really good beer but it's just there's so much going on with it it's so complex and like i said i think it's like a second generation delineation <laughs> At this point, when you make a mole recipe and then put it into a beer recipe, there I didn't really taste any cinnamon in there, and the peppers are really, really hard to pick out over the coffee, the chocolate, and the booze. That goes with the bronze, and I'm going to call this one Posh Spice. Because mm. she never really seemed to fit in with the rest of the Spice Girls. She always seemed like she wanted to be part of something bigger. And she did eventually. And then, yeah, eventually she married David Beckham and got away from the Spice Girls. And then she started designing Land Rovers. Right, I guess. Yeah. Is that what she does? Well, there is, there is a particular model. Actually, I, I should take that back. How the hell do you know this? <laughs> what? You don't I know these she things? was in the fashion world. Yeah, she is. But as part of her, her fashion cachet, she helped to do interior design for some Land Rovers. Uh, okay, weird. Yeah, yeah that is interesting. <laughs> there you go. Not good for her. Okay. Uh, anyway, the silver is going to be the Flying Dog Chocolate Habanero Stout. I like that beer. Again, I like that beer as a beer. The pepper was more prevalent than the Sunday Mole Stout, but it just wasn't prevalent enough to put it up at top because it, it, 
it didn't have enough habanero. Like I already said before, if you're gonna say you're a habanero beer, you better be kind of hot. <laughs> you got you got to bring it. Yeah, and they just didn't bring it. So yeah, that's gonna be the silver. Still a good beer though. Still would drink a bunch of it. And that beer I'm going to call Baby Spice. Okay. Because she was a little bit thick. Was she? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and that beer was and that beer was thick as well. So. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So I guess that leads us to the gold medal position. Right. Gold medal position is going to be the Tommyknocker Green Chili. I think it's a perfect representation of a chili beer. It's not too hot. It's not too spicy. I think everybody can enjoy this. It still tastes like beer very much. Like it has that malty lager flavor about it, but it also has that fresh chili flavor to it. And I think it's a really excellent beer for everybody to enjoy. And I'm also going to call it Ginger Spice because ginger was everybody's favorite. I mean, you're not wrong. Right. You're not wrong. Yeah, she was the best one, and this is the best one. So that's ginger spice. Okay. Sam? Ginger spice. <laughs> All right. This is an interesting podium, because I have to say, I was, uh, in terms of the beer theme today, was spice up your life. I think uh, it would be more appropriate to have our beer theme, at least for me, be spiced down your life. <laughs> I don't get it. All right. So here's, here's my ranking here. And... I want to I want to just preface it by saying that I was slightly disappointed with our beer choices today. Not that I didn't enjoy any of them, but in terms of spiciness, I was really looking for that knock your socks off hot beer, and I was hoping we had something a little bit spicier. But at the end of the day, really enjoyed these beers, so I'm gonna rank them as such. So in third place today for me, I am going with the Flying Dog Chocolate Habanero Stout. I like this beer, but there was no spiciness in it. It didn't have the pepper flavor that I was looking for, and it didn't really have pepper flavor at all. So, with that, it's gonna, it's gonna, it's gonna get the bronze for me. I, I like the flavor, but I, I wanted something more, and I would probably associate this beer with sporty spice. Because at the end of the day, whether she was associated with the rest of the group or not, nobody really cared. <laughs> she was there. <laughs> she sang some notes. She wore her track pants that were really cool in the 90s. But at the end of the day, I don't know. Would you really miss Sporty Spice if she wasn't part of the Spice Girls? Probably not. Okay, then. All right. In second place for me, I'm going to have to give the silver medal to the Sunday Moly Stout by Weyerbacher. And you know, once again, this was a good beer. It had a very complex flavor profile. It had a great coffee flavor, great chocolate. It was big, it was boozy, it was incredibly enjoyable. But once again, uh, similar to the chocolate habanero stout, it just didn't have a lot of pepper flavor. I enjoyed it more than the habanero stout, but I was hoping for a little bit more spice on the back end, a spice that kind of lingered in the back of my throat, and I didn't get that, uh, unfortunately, with this beer. So, that being said, this beer is going to get the silver medal. And if I'm gonna have to associate that with a Spice Girl, I would probably associate this one, like Steve said, with Posh Spice, because this beer's flavor profile was a bit obnoxious, and I always thought Posh Spice was a bit obnoxious, because <laughs> uh, she was kind of out there. She was, you know, prissy. It seemed like it was all about her. Well, that's in the name, Posh. <laughs> exactly, exactly. She was very posh. So I guess I guess she really lived up to those expectations as a Spice Girl. But at the end of the day, she had a lot going for her. She was the biggest. Everybody loved her, like Steve said. And to me, that was a bit obnoxious. But at the end of the day, 
still good, not a bad thing. Now, that means that the gold medal uh, is going to go to the Tommy Knocker Green Chili Beer. Uh, that was that was a good beer. Uh, in terms of spiciness, it had the most spice, it had the most pepper flavor. Uh, it was a very solid lager. Would I like it to be a little bit hotter? Sure. But at the end of the day, as Steve mentioned, it's, it's an easy drinking, enjoyable, gateway beer for folks that are looking to try a pepper beer and not be completely overwhelmed by the flavor. It gives you a little taste of, of what many of the pepper beers out there are like and it's it's incredibly drinkable. You can order this beer at the bar and you don't have to worry about not being able to finish it because it's too hot for you. It's something that you're gonna be able to drink, enjoy, appreciate, and then decide if you want another one. So my last Spice Girl association is going to be to pair this beer with Mel B Scary Spice. And why I'm choosing Mel B is that she was popular in the 90s with the Spice Girls. And she's still very prevalent today in, uh, in, in pop culture because she's a judge on America's Got Talent, which is a very popular uh, talent competition that she everybody is? knows about. Yeah, she's a judge on that show. Oh, not everybody she, knew about it then. She loves to argue with Simon Cowell and uh, Howie Mandel, huh. which makes for great, uh, you know, great TV. So, you know, like Mel B, she always seems to be relevant. She's always there. She's always entertaining. And I feel like that's relatable to the Tommy Knocker uh, green chili beer because I don't see it going anywhere. It's a, it's a staple, it's a gateway beer, it's gonna be around, it's never gonna really knock your socks off, but at the end of the day, you're gonna be satisfied with it. Like you're satisfied with LB as a judge on America's Got Talent. She provides great commentary and you know great assessment of the talent on that show. So, that's that. Last but not least, Adam, what's, uh, what's, your, what's your final assessment of these beers and which Spice Girl are you associating them with? Well, I, I have to use Steve's system of I have to differentiate between what I consider to be good beers versus what are good chili beers here tonight. Now, in the bronze position, or the scary spice position, uh, that would have to go to the Weyerbacher, the Sunday Mole Stout. It is big. It is a big beer. There are big flavors here. Uh, not unlike scary spice's hair, which if I remember correctly was huge. Yes, she you remember. You remember hair. correctly. It's she not huge anymore, hair. but she did have the biggest hair. She had the biggest hair, and I believe that that is uh, an analog to this beer, where it is a big, big beer, big flavors, except for one chili. There, there was no no big spiciness to it. There was no big hot heat, anything like that. It just wasn't there. All the other flavors were there uh, in a big way, and honestly, in in some ways, it was almost too big. It. Like I had mentioned earlier, it was kind of a Three Stooges situation where there's all sorts of flavors trying to hit you at once, mm -hmm. but then it just doesn't really work. I kind of got a little bit of that. So for that, that puts the Weyerbacher in the third place or Scary Spice position. Coming to the next place on the podium, the Silver, uh, things get a little more difficult, but I got to go with the Flying Dog. I got to go with the Chocolate Habanero Stout. Uh, it did have at least a little bit of the the chili flavor to it. You could kind of find it. Yes, it was a good beer. You kind of had to find the chili flavor a little bit. It just wasn't enough to, to get to the first place position. Now, how would I associate this with a Spice Girl? I have no idea. Uh, I'll go with Baby Spice because it was underwhelming where it should have been overwhelming. It was just okay. Meh. 
in the chili department because it, was, it wasn't really there. It did nothing for me. And I hope honestly, Emma Button is not listening to this episode. That's right. She would be wildly offended well, by well, that guess statement. Well, guess what? Baby Spice, uh, back in the day, you didn't do anything for me. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Even with the pigtails? Especially with the pigtails. Oh, man. Yeah, it just wasn't my jam at the time. I'm Th- sorry. Fair enough. And you know what? I'm not sorry. I apologize for nothing. <laughs> I apologize for nothing. All right. Baby Spice is probably just happy you're mentioning her game on this that podcast. That is true. Maybe that she'll come back true. into relevancy. Jesus. <laughs> that brings us to our gold medal position, our Tommy Knocker, the Green Chili Lager. As previously mentioned, this is a fantastic gateway beer if anybody wants to get into the chili beer game. It's good. It's not overpowering, but it is at least there. There is actually a chili taste there. You don't have to go find it or kind of hope that you found it. There's no big, bold claim that this is a super spicy beer. They say right up front, hey, you know what? This is a chili beer, but it's not a punchy-in-the-mouth beer. So they delivered, and I like that. Who am I associating with that beer? Steve already said it. It's Ginger Spice. Everybody loves Ginger Spice. She's the best. Everybody loves Ginger Spice, yo. She was the best. She is the best. Therefore, the Tommy Knocker is the best. She was the first one to quit the group. She knew what she was doing. She knew what was up. Yeah. She got. She it went and had, had that a solo career. Yeah, it was wildly unsuccessful. But it was better than the other solo careers. Boom. So before we uh, before we sign off for today, uh, Steve, you want to tell everybody how they can get in contact with us on all of our social medias? Alright, so we're on the Twitter and the Facebook and the Instagram and you just have to search Hop Nation USA to get to there. And you can find brand new episodes of the Hop Nation USA podcast every Friday on iTunes and Stitcher and Podbean and Google Music Play if anybody plays off their Android. Surprisingly, not a lot of people do, but some people do. I can do that if you want me to. I no, can, please don't. The, please op- don't. the option is out there, so that's great for people to do that. <laughs> please don't play our show while we're doing our show. <laughs> Hop Nationception. But again, you can just search Hop Nation USA and find our show. And if you want to email us your favorite Spice Girl and why she's your favorite, just email us at hopnationusa.gmail.com. I will say maybe it would be best if we come back and do another Pepper Beer episode not too distant in the future okay because i think we're kind of underwhelmed and we're looking for hot hot beers yeah so i think that's something that they should email us yeah so if you can get us on the jazz of some hot hot beers yes legitimately hot beers legitimately hot beers that aren't the habanero sculpin maybe we can uh get some of those and really have a hot hot heat episode i'm about that business yeah we'll think about it we'll be back at you next week hop nation with some more fun so in the meantime stay spicy we'll catch you next week